0: Previous podcast, I talked about the Turkey Syria earthquake and how it was, on one level, a metaphysical door slam on a very harsh energy line that was impacting humanity. Since that podcast was recorded, the crossing toll has now reached 41,000 people. We have approximately 1 million people who are living in shelters and approximately 80,000 people in Turkey who are in hospital there are more people who were directly affected by this. Since the time of that podcast, there has been information come out about safety practices and liability and building codes not being met as being one of the main reasons that there was so much devastation with this earthquake. When I recorded the previous podcast, you could hear that I was happy and also admittedly, As I have been going through my psychopomp tasks since this has happened, assisting the souls who made their transitions, I have also been, obviously this is sad, but I've also in some ways been relieved because, as it turns out, when that door slammed, that stopped a terrible fate for some of those souls and a very difficult journey. And so in this second part to the Syria-Turkey earthquake story, I'm going to talk about how simple things like contracts and like standards of safety, when not followed, can create the space for evil energies and entities to step in. This is going to sound like one of my more science fiction-y podcasts, but at the same time, this shows the intersection between material and metaphysical very specifically and succinctly and with the permission of the souls who made their journey I am coming forward to tell this second part of the story. So if you're interested in hearing a little bit more about how honoring codes and how contracts and how things like the space we hold as builders, as creators, as business owners can create spaces of vulnerability and safety or lack thereof for souls, come on in because I'm ready to talk about it. Well, hello and welcome back to Crow Medicine. Today, we are going to launch right into the conversation about how influences of energy can seek to find things like mistakes or greed or not following standards of protocol as a way to penetrate energy and to gain influence. Although this will sound very science fiction at points, it is the unseen dimension that I think has really plagued our world for the last several hundred years and getting to know and recognize how this works helps us build up more powerful institutions and relations and so without further ado let's dive in as we launch into this conversation i am going to bring forward a few metaphysical concepts that are important to take into account here the first a contract or a standard of operation is something that has spiritual value it has energy value even if the people who created the contract or who created the standard are not aware of it it does what is a contract or a safety standard let's think about it for a second it is a set of rules that are put in place for a specific reason so that is to create a particular code of action perhaps it's to stop certain things from happening that we know happen if we don't take certain certain precautions perhaps it is to make sure that everybody who is involved is safe that's layer one when a person is involved in signing a contract or holding space for a large amount of people so that could be a landlord, a business owner, somebody who's running a festival, what they are also doing in one way or another is holding energetic space for the people who they interact with. And this is happening whether they are spiritual people or not. This is happening whether they know it is happening or not. Part of the reason things get extremely messy in this world right now is that these dimensions of engagement These dimensions of space holding and these dimensions of things like bureaucracy and paperwork have been completely thrown out of the picture. And so one of the main reasons and ways that negative and nefarious entities are able to get control of large groups of people is they work to gain influence on people as they are signing contracts that are going to influence large groups of people. And they also work to get into and influence people who are responsible for large groups of people. And so for that reason, people who find themselves as like big time business people, as spiritual teachers like me, as somebody who is responsible for a whole organization realizes there's a lot of energy that comes with that. So you can feel the actual energy of every single person, if you're an energy sensitive person, And even if you're not, you are still in ways connected to it. And so when you are a person who is a head of an organization, when you are a person who is a space holder, a contract signer, a builder, whatever it is you are, it's like we all have this responsibility to even be more spiritually pure, to be more energetically pure, and to make sure that what we are doing is above board. And the reason why it's important that we do that is that if we start deviating from the standards, if we are intoxicated or under the influence of something when we create the standards or when we sign them, and or if we start abusing those standards, what we do is we are opening the gate for the same negative energetic influence that's trying to mess with us to get involved in the situation. And as I'm going to explain in the next segment, that is exactly what happened here. For the last few weeks, the song that has been in my head is Iron Maiden, The Evil That Men Do. And that's not just men, it's people, but it's it's an appropriate song in that sometimes people in their pursuit of money, in their pursuit of getting what they want, in acting the way that they act, knowingly but also unknowingly create the space for great evil to potentially take hold and fester and hurt a lot of people. And the Turkey earthquake is a series of examples where that happened, not the earthquake itself, but of course, why it became such a huge deal and why so many people were negatively impacted as they were. As we know, at this point in time, it's like 40,000 people made their journey. A million people plus are living in shelters and at least 80,000 people are in hospital. That's a lot of people. And it's not the Earth's fault that this happened. As I was doing my work, I do newspaper scans, and, and a headline came up and said, You know, an act of God created this earthquake. Uh, however, it was greed and corruption that created the death toll. And as you go further into hearing how things have shorn up, it turns out that one of the major reasons why so many buildings went down, which resulted in these injuries and the loss of life, is that building codes were not being followed. And if those building codes were being followed, one of the things that people postulate is that these buildings wouldn't have pancaked the way that they did. Even buildings that had been built after the new code had been put in, the code, of course, to protect buildings' structural integrity during things like this as one of their layers. You know, these standards being knowingly ignored, not only by the builders, but also some people are saying by government officials is one of the main reasons that this has had such a negative toll and this is where the idea of responsibility and greed and knowingly and unknowingly knowing what you're doing can create potentially a real serious problem again this is going to sound very sci-fi so the friday before the earthquake my husband and i were out doing our gateway work part of my life as a psychopomp is to take care of the soul superhighway I watch how the planet is moving and I defend it from the beings that we are happily ejecting from it that are trying to wreak havoc, chaos on humanity. And these are the ones that I talk about that have like the nefarious intent. You know, sometimes the problems we have, it's just energy and it's just patterns that we have to fix. And that's the predominance of what I talk about here, especially in astrology. There is that whole other layer where nefarious entities were trying to mess with us and still are. And so I help protect us from that. So does my husband. And we got called by some other people who do that job into one of our posts. And so Friday night, we're cruising around, we're going to our post. And as I'm rolling up to it, I'm like, oh my God, what's that? In the Astros, you could see this big, huge horned being on the other side of the gate. And it was doing everything it could to rip it open to get back into this planet and to the universe. At this point, we have ejected the thing out we're cool, but it was doing everything it could to get back in. And so you know, I knew who I who it was at work. We closed the gate, made sure it was stayed closed and did everything that we could. And we just continued on with our work. It's not that unusual for me to see crazy things, so I didn't really think that much of it other than, oh my gosh, thank God that didn't get back in. Fast forward a few days later, and the earthquake happens. As I told you in the last podcast, the area of earth where this earthquake happened is an earth area that has had a lot of that has a lot of spiritual power but it has also had a lot of spiritual war and there are two specific energies and entities who have been at war in those lands so anyway these guys how how they try to influence people in one way is through action and through intent and so when the earthquake happened One of the ways that negative energies get influence is when they are able to get somebody to do something or when a standard or a protocol or a procedure is not followed. Every person doesn't have to be personally, negatively connected to these people. It's just when you don't do what you're supposed to do and especially when you're a space holder and especially when you're responsible for the safety of others, if you leave something unchecked, what winds up happening a lot of the time is that These beings will do what they can to harvest souls, harvest power and take energy from the situation. Again, I know this sounds like science fiction, but this is how this stuff works. And so when the earthquakes happened, I was excited that the gate closed because at the time that I at the time I first reported, I didn't realize how big the count was going to be. I just knew that these people were safe and that they were going to at least get to cross to where they wanted to go. As it has gone on and on and on, I realize just a lot more now that these guys saw this earthquake coming. I mean, a lot of us who are earth people felt something coming. And the nefarious entities that tried to harvest the souls through it also saw it coming. And they were trying to do everything they could to get back into this planet so that they would be able to manipulate the minds, souls, and bodies of people who are living on it to their best advantage. And what would be the implications of what would they get out of it? More power. And the more power they have, the more they're able to assert their influence on this planet. And their influence is one of the major things that created that harder harmonic reality. People listening to gods that aren't really gods or beings that are pretending to be a god or following advice that leads them down a dangerous path. And so these two beings are are some of the examples of how that happened in the past. And Now that things have shorn up what they are, I see very clearly how it was indeed a very good thing that the gateway stayed closed, but also how close that was to a very negative incident that could have hurt a lot of souls. gate closed or not, obviously, when this many people make their journey in the way that these people did and are experiencing the hardship that the survivors will be experiencing, it's not really a happy story. Um, Although I am very happy that these entities didn't get a hold of these souls. Um, And I'm very happy that they have been able to continue on with their journeys and transitions. And I'm happy every single time another person is found. You know, we continue to support that process too. One of the reasons why I wanted to come back and tell the part two of this story is because this is important. When we separate the metaphysical from the material, we don't see the various ways that energy can slip in. And when we are not being stealthy and we, when we are not being wise and aware, we can unintentionally bring danger towards people that we don't mean to. And so in this case, obviously, the people dealing with the building codes were doing what they were doing, probably around cost cutting measures and to make more money themselves. And I'm sure that a lot of them never intended to attract these beasts to try to eat the people. That, But that's what happened. And This is not something that just happens in rare one-off circumstances. This is a routine thing. And this is part of how these negative influences have become so pervasive in our lives. I just had to finish extracting a person from a situation where they were doing this around a lot of children. And it was bad. And it had been going on for a few years. By telling this story... I hope that people recognize how important it is to stay energetically clear and pure. I know I have a lot of leaders that come to this podcast and to my teachings. You are coaches, you are teachers, you are lawyers, you are business people, you are family heads of household. You do all that kind of thing. And for us. The best thing that we are able to do for the people we love but also the people that we are responsible for is to make sure that we are on deck and we are doing everything in our highest harmonic and in our highest version of integrity. When we choose to take on responsibility for other people, when we choose to benefit from what we sell or what we do or how we're responsible from other people, that means that we have to hold ourselves to the highest standards possible And the reason why is because if we don't, like I said, we can wind up unintentionally attracting very negative things to people that can have real life negative impacts on them. I am going to leave this at this statement here, and I'm going to just say getting into an awareness of how all of this works is a really important step in the right direction. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And hey, if you want to hear more about my psychopomp stories, I have a whole other podcast dedicated to them. More from me soon. Your friend, Katie Indie Crow. <laughs>